This is episode 36 of the Never Ending Glory podcast. I'm your host, Luke Grilly. I'm here with Jerry Burris and the yeah. one, the only, the ombudsman, Sean Z. We're here up, with our up, week, eight, week 8 NFL picks. The, the, the weekly episode, all of our listeners in Serbia are dying to hear. We're recording this as we're watching the Turd Nugget Supreme Thursday Night Football game. Uh, but before we get into that, gentlemen, how are we feeling tonight? Well, Tribes 1-1. One, one. I'm a little uneasy. We got an off night tonight, so do a few pods. Get geared up for the big weekend of baseball. Maybe a like, little bit of football. Got to get sipping on that. Up. Sipping on that Buckeye vodka. Make sure that you're nice and right for this game tonight. You know it. You know it. Absolutely. <laughs> yep. We got color rush tonight, boys. We got the the... I'm dehydrated and haven't had a glass of water, and I had about 30 beers last night. Piss yellow with the Jacksonville Jaguars. And then we got the baby blue Tennessee Titans. I really had nothing else good to go with baby blue, but um, this we color rush sound effects. We need to get like the old um, what Road Warriors when they when they did What a Rush. You know, we need to play <laughs> that when we're doing this game from from now on. I like that. I like. Can we do that in post, Jer? I can make anything happen, Luke. I can even make you sound better. <laughs> oh wow! Excuse I, I me. I'm third team all state. I'll make it rain out here. <laughs> all right. <laughs> All right, so we'll make sure that before this in post, we'll uh, we'll get a good, good little water rush, a la Hawk and Animal. I didn't get that. Can you do that one game. more time? We need to isolate that. Oh, by the way, water rush. You got to actually be drunk drinking Buckeye vodka to sit through yet another <laughs> crappy NFL game. I wonder why there are you know the the. Um, the viewership's down this year. I don't get it. I mean, these Thursday night games are just absolutely fantastic to watch. What do we have last week? Last week was pretty bad. I mean, has there been one good Thursday night football game in the past two years? I don't think there is. There has. Um, I watch college. I actually have college on on right now. Uh, o- to be honest, OU's dude, these teams don't right play now. on Saturday. Like they, they move all this stuff around so that the schedule actually makes sense when they play Thursday games. They don't let them play the week before. If they do, they play a one double A school or something. Like it's set up with kind of the players and, and logic in mind. I mean, it just makes absolutely no sense to me right now. Why the hell the NFL continue? It was good. It was good for a while when they started in like you know weeks one through three. They'd have it, and then they pick it up again in like weeks nine, ten, eleven, or whatever. Or it's towards the end of the season. It was good then because you can kind of base the buys around it. But having a game every Thursday night, it's like you know. I, I guess you know, damned if you, damned if you don't, because we were always bitching and complaining that we wanted more football on th- during the week. But now that we see the product, I just think that it's you know Mark Cuban said it perfectly that eventually it's gonna it, it's just going to explode and the the viewership can only go down because the product goes down. And that's what we're seeing right now. You seem but, shocked that guys running a league who've never actually played the sport have no idea what it's like to actually be a coach or a player and have to go <laughs> through a game on Sunday and then turn around and play another one on Thursday. Any one of what none, game season? none of us have, and, and we're still calling it. Like right. it's it's so <laughs> obvious that I guess you just have to be so caught up in the cash grab yeah. that you just can't see past Blinded it. Blinded by those lights, that's all. And, and the thing is, I don't want Thursday football. I'm perfectly fine having a little bit of a chill. Let me get some stuff done. Yeah. I don't like having to you know, scramble, and then some of my starters don't even play because they only get two two days to practice or two days to heal. I'd rather we just kind of stick to, to Sunday, Monday. And 
you know, maybe come Christmas time when college football's off of that Saturday, they yeah, play some on Saturday. Or, the formula even, to me is so easy, it's obnoxious that they can't figure it out. Or, I mean, the Thanksgiving game is awesome. Obviously, we love yeah, our Thanksgiving oh yeah, yeah. Thursday nights. That's great. Um, they usually set it up where those those teams are are on a bye, aren't don't they? Or yeah, or yeah. they always projected that thing out. I mean, would you care if they had two Monday night games, like an early six o'clock game, and then a, a later game? I'm like fine with it when they I do think it. Though. That's a great yeah. idea. Yeah, but here's the problem: with opening the year on Thursday. Well, but here's but, the problem with that because if you if you have two Monday night football games, then what you're going to have is you're going to have the West Coasters bitch about how the first game starts at you know three o'clock their time, and then you have the East Coasters bitching about the second game that doesn't start till ten o'clock their time, and just again, and, and that the problem with that is is then you're going to have half the viewership on each of them, so it's really not worth it in that regard. Too. Move to so, Tulsa. What's the big deal? <laughs> yeah, get it done. All right, let's uh, let's move on to the picks now. This is a problem that's not going to get fixed anytime soon because the NFL is led by a dictator who's a money-hungry bastard. Um, we are the Never Any Glory Podcast. You can find us on Twitter, uh, at Glory Podcast, on Facebook, SoundCloud, and iTunes. Search Never Ending Glory Podcast. Please download, subscribe, rate us. The higher the ratings, the better. Uh, the more the more followers and the more uh, advertising money we get in, the better content we can send out your way to our beautiful viewers. Um, and of course, we have our Major League Baseball pod that Sean is part of, NEG Pod MLB on Twitter, and then as well as a college football pod. Again, Sean's part of because Sean all he does is podcasts and plan his wedding. So, and follow the college football pod at NEG Pod. CFB. So let's get into our week eight picks. Um, actually, real quick, let's recap last week. Last week, Sean and I led the charge with a ten and four record. Uh, lead dog Jerry bounced back into third at eight and six, and then Mark, who's not on tonight, went seven and seven. But he wants his loyal listeners to know that, like Sean Michaels, he will be back. Like in the second ladder match, he will prevail. That's a SummerSlam nineteen ninety five match from uh, the one and only Sean Michaels. So for all of those who are, are upset about Mark's finish last week, have no fear. He'll be back. So Talking that all that me- stuff. Talking <laughs> all that stuff and see where it got him. Nowhere. Nice. Bottom. So I was down big last week, but I'm still in fourth, but I'm only two behind the leader. Uh, Mark is in third at 52 and 38. And then you two, lead dog Jerry and Sean, are uh, head of the uh, leading the pack right now at 53 and 37. So two game difference between between first and, and fourth. So um, I like my shots this week if I have another another good week and I, I like my picks. So uh, let's get going into the first game. Again, we mentioned the Turd Nugget Supreme. We get Jacksonville at Tennessee with the color rush, and we'll edit it in the uh, the the Legion of Doom. What a rush there! Uh, I think you need to brutal say it again, game though. We got to make sure that's clearly oh, okay. Stated. Okay. Oh, what a rush! Okay. I, I could, I could have been. I, I could have been a WWE wrestler. I, I could have been a wrestler. Perfect. Uh, Jacksonville, Tennessee. Blake Bortles versus Marcus Mariota. Two mediocre defenses going against two mediocre quarterbacks. I'm gonna go with the home team here, and uh, it's a coin flip. So my my coin flip always tells me to go with the home team. So Tennessee is my pick here. Jerry, who do you like? My coin flip always tells me to take Marcus Mariota. I'm running with Tennessee here. Okay, oh that's that's because you're a big Oregon fan. We talked about that in episode 35. No, I just um, think he's way better than Blake Bortles. Sean, who do you got? 
I, I, he's better than Blake Bortles. I, I grant you that. Um, coin flip for me. Actually, I was all set to take Tennessee, and the only reason I'm not is, is I, I saw a report they're, they're missing both their starting defensive ends tonight. And if the one thing that Jacksonville struggles with is they can't block anybody, but if they're you know deductive reasoning without those two guys, that maybe they stand a chance to get the ball to Allen Robinson um, and some of their other receivers. So going a little upset, I'm taking the Jags. Allen Robinson, major disappointment in fantasy this year, uh, as well as just the whole Jacksonville offense in general. Mark's also got the the Titans, so it's uh, Sean versus the world here. Uh, Three-on-one in favor of Tennessee, so we'll see how that plays out. Uh, Next game, again, going to wake up early because the NFL is doing everything they can to make as much money as possible. Washington at Cincinnati in London, 9.30 start, so make sure you're up and early on Sunday morning. I know I got a Halloween party, so I'll be feeling real, real good uh, Sunday morning at 9.30, but of course, I'm a glutton for punishment, as I mentioned last episode, and I will be up at 9.30 watching the Redskins versus the Bengals. Luke, what are you going uh, as this year? Oh, I'm going as Yoshi. Yoshi? Yoshi, actually, uh, yeah, I bought a, bought a styrofoam egg. $15 for a styrofoam egg from Michael's Crafts. That is just unbelievable uh, ripoff, but I still did it anyways <laughs> because I want to be authentic. I uh, might actually make the egg a beer holder, so I'm pretty excited about that. We'll see how that plays out. Uh, but, yeah, I got a nice little Yoshi outfit from um, Party City. Looking forward to it. Uh, the, the, you know, the great thing about this be t- being 2016 and, and having the internet is that you can just be nostalgic about everything you wanted to be as a kid on Halloween and just Google it, and there's a there's a costume out there for you. So uh, I Googled Yoshi, and there it was. Yoshi and waking up and watching a beautiful London game. Uh, that sounds like a good weekend. Yeah. Who do you got in this game, Jer? I'm actually taking Washington in um, the U.K., um, I think that Cincinnati's defense is one of the most poorly, not poorly coached. How do I want to say this? The, poorly coached. I, they, poorly they coached have too is much way talent to, put it. to be as bad as they are. They, they, that's they, the perfect way to put it. And and they have no discipline at all. And you think that they're going to have like more discipline traveling across, you know, into uh, another time zone, um, another country. You think they're going to be more focused or less focused? You know, your thoughts. I, I agree completely. They, they, I have them in fantasy in one league. They drive me absolutely crazy. Um, they're not rushing the quarterback. They're not creating turnovers. It's just they should have been. They should have mauled uh, Cleveland last week and didn't. And that's just indicative of the type of season and how they're coaching that team. Yeah. Um, just total underachievers. They could talk about oh we're getting ready or we're building up and. The team's just a fluke. That it, Last year was just a total fluke. And, and truth be told, I thought they may have been the best team in the AFC last year. And don't get me wrong, Cincinnati can score points. AJ Green when is clearly still a beast, but I just think Washington's going to win it. it might, it'll probably be close, but these, these games are never great out there. That right. said, I'm doing the mark. I'm taking Cincinnati. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like Cincinnati in this game. Uh, the reason being, I'm not too sure what the status of Josh Norman or Jordan Reed is. Yeah. I know they both, both traveled. They both traveled, so that's a big step. But uh, that doesn't mean they're ready to take hits. So uh, both had concussions. This was Jordan Reed's fifth concussion or sixth concussion, I believe. Uh, I'm not sure how many concussions Josh Norman has had in his career, but he couldn't finish the game last week. So um, I think Josh because Norman's of that, going to be okay. But I think Jordan Reed's eggs are scrambled, man. I, listen, well, the here's fact the thing: that, Cincinnati can't tackle, as we just covered. So Jordan Reed's got no problems 
coming up on Sunday. <laughs> well, I'll tell you why. I mean, Vernon Davis actually looked pretty solid last week. Actually, the past two weeks in um, reserve for for Jordan Reed. So it's not like that they'd be lost without Jordan Reed. However, he's obviously a huge weapon on that team. But I like Cincinnati. I just don't see anybody stopping AJ Green right now. Him and Dalton are, are locked. You know, they're locked in. Uh, they got Tyler Eifert coming back. He played last week against Cleveland on very limited snaps. I think he only played about 15 snaps. Uh, I, I think he should see a much bigger role this week. And, you know, he's going to be a red zone threat. And Brandon LaFell has been pretty solid opposite of A.J. Green as well. So between those three skill position players, they also obviously have a good running game too. Uh, Jeremy Hill had two long runs against the Browns last week, which I know it's the Browns, so take that with a grain of salt. But Gio Bernard is a solid player as well. So between the five players I just listed, I just think that that you know they can they can overpower a Washington defense that really isn't very good. Um, and because of that, I like Cincinnati. Mark also likes Cincinnati over Washington. Uh, so again, it's uh, actually no, it's everybody against Jerry this time. So three on one against Jerry. Next game, New England at Buffalo. This is a uh, revenge game for the Patriots after they got beat by the Bills earlier this season with Jacoby Brissett at quarterback. Do you guys really want to talk too, too much about this? Uh, we all picked New England. Do you guys have any comments whatsoever for this one? What's the line no. on this game? I'm thinking seven. it's New England double seven, digits. Seven and a half. Yeah, I think I think the Patriots are going to have one of those FU games and just yeah, score forty five to seven, something like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's going to be it's going to be pretty pretty ugly. Um, you know, it, it, they got Brady. Obviously, Gronk looks like he's back to normal. Uh, Edelman looks great. I just don't see, especially with um, Lashawn McCoy being hurt, fifty fifty to play on Sunday. You know, Jerry and I we talked about how we just thought it was absolutely stupid that Rex Ryan even risked Lashawn McCoy last week with that that hamstring injury. Uh, they have a bye coming up, I think in week nine or week ten. So it would make sense for them to rest Lashawn McCoy against the Patriots. But at the same time, this game, say if if the Patriots do lose to the Bills, there's a chance that this game could be in the division moving forward, um, as the 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 Bills would have three losses and the Patriots too. So you never know what happened towards the end of the season. But a uh, very important game for the AFC East, which I'm actually very surprised about. I thought at this point the Patriots would uh, either have one loss or, or no losses the way their season started. But uh, next game, we have KC at Indy. Indianapolis, our favorite team other than the Rams. We love talking shit about uh, the Colts and their horrible management. I have Indy winning this game. They've just found ways to win recently. Um, again, Andrew Luck has been fantastic stats-wise. He hasn't looked great in um, you know as an NFL quarterback, but the, the numbers he's putting up are great. He he finds a way to score at the end of games, and Jack Doyle's been a pretty good um, player that's kind of come out of nowhere since Dwayne Allen's gotten hurt. So I like the Colts in this one at home. Uh, Jerry, who do you got? I really can't go with Indianapolis. Um, I think Casey's going to take this one. Jerry? I'm sorry, Sean? Kansas City. Uh, I agree. I there Kansas just City's a-, a professional football team. Indianapolis is, you know... Semi-pro team, the way they're constructed. Sorry, there's just a god-awful play in this uh, the the Turd Nugget Supreme uh, where they, they pitched it to, I think it was either DeMarco Murray or Derrick Henry, and the running back just absolutely missed the ball as a pig pile. So I had a little bit of a brain fart there. I apologize. Um, so my urine-covered Jags have a chance? The what? The year? No, they actually the the Titans got the ball back. It was just it's ugly. It's it's this game sucks already. Um, Not high quality Mark's, out there. Mark's got Kansas City as well. 
So the theme that's going on so far is either we all pick the same team or there's a it goes three and one because the next few picks it's uh it's one and the same. We have Oakland at Tampa Bay. Uh, Jerry, why don't you start with this one and let me know who you like. I'm taking Oakland. Um, Oakland's undefeated on the road, I believe, and I think the trend's going to continue in Tampa Bay. Um, they stayed there in Florida too. Yeah, so I think that was a big uh, or a smart move by Jack Del Rio, and uh, I think they're rolling this week. Sean, uh, I'm uh, I'm leaning that way as well. I I think it actually could be a little bit closer um, than than just kind of a cut and dry. It's going one way, and Tampa's kind of a sneaky team, but. I'm going to take the Raiders. I think they uh, they hold up here and, and continue the playoff push. Yeah, Mark's supposed to go with the Raiders, and I, I'm uh, I'm going to take it a different route. I'm going to say that Tampa Bay wins this one. I know that they are missing Doug Martin, and they've missed him since week two. But Jaquiz Rogers has really stepped up the past two games, has had over 100 yards rushing both games. Oakland's defense is god-awful. Uh, Jameis Winston has turned it around a little bit, and Mike Evans is just – he's turning into one of the top receivers in the league. So – I like the uh, I like the, the the Winston to Evans connection to to shred the piss poor Oakland defense and get at least two touchdowns with Jaquiz Rogers having yet another big game. With that being said, I think it's going to be a shootout. I just think that uh, that Tampa Bay is going to get it done at home. Uh, next game we have Seattle at New Orleans, and I'm going to kick this one off because I'm the outlier here. Uh, I got New Orleans winning this game at home. Um, Seattle really doesn't play the same on the road as they do at home, their defense at least. And Russell Wilson just really hasn't been the same player since he went down with that knee injury. I know that words come out that he's feeling better, but until I see it, I'm going to continue to to kind of bet against him. Um, New Orleans offense is really humming right now. Drew Brees, Mike, I just looked at Michael Thomas' stats before this. He's just been he, – he is actually – he's not going to win Rookie of the Year because of Dak Prescott and Ezekiel Elliott, but he's got to be in the conversation as one of the top rookies, not only in the NFL but also for fantasy. Um, and then obviously you have you know, Brandon Cooks and Willie Sneed who continue to play well. So I like New Orleans in this game. Sean, who do you like? You know, I actually like that angle a lot, Luke. I'm sticking with Seattle just because um, – of how poorly they played on Sunday night. I think they bounce back against the New Orleans defense that's just god-awful, and I think their defense is able to make enough plays. But I would not be surprised at all if we're looking at a 35-31 type game for yeah. as much as you know Seattle's defense at times has been locked in this year. They are susceptible, and I think Breeze is going to be able to do some things to, to get over the top on them. They didn't really seeing some penalties they didn't really stop david johnson they just got kind of lucky that arizona's just a mess um which we'll get to but i'm gonna take the seahawks okay jerry i'm i'm reluctantly taking the seahawks um i I did like the point you brought up about all the uh um ohio state players in in, (laughs) over and over again making plays all over the nfl but michael thomas is an absolute beast for new orleans but you know, say what you will about some of these these point totals that the um, Seahawks are giving up. Um, they're still a top five defense. You look at it week to week, they're their category. Um, they're top five, and it's hard to say with a top five defense and some of the bad offenses that are being played in the NFL right now that they don't have a chance to win in New Orleans because they certainly do. Sure. But I do think it's going to be tight. Um, like you said, it could be a thirty four thirty one game. I think it'll be a lot lower. Maybe um, like a seventeen to thirteen type type of game, right? I I, I don't know. I just think that um, 
you know, where's the offense going to come from in Seattle? You know, we haven't seen it. Unless right. it's going to be Christine Michael, where's it coming from? Because New Orleans game, defense is awful. True, true. They made Kansas City look explosive. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I, I'll give you that one. Um, Mark also took uh, the Seahawks. So three on one against me. We'll see how it plays out. Uh, I just got a feeling about New Orleans. Uh, so we'll see. Detroit at Houston's the next game we're looking at. And uh, Jerry, I'll let you leave this one off. What do you think about it? Well, it's safe to say that that Brock Osweiler is bottomed out in the power <laughs> rankings for quarterbacks. Um, and it really disgusts me that I put this this city down in our pick li- list right here. It, I feel like I need to wash my hands. Um, but I'm taking Houston. I don't know if Detroit – God, this sucks. I don't want to take Houston, but I'm going to take him at home. <laughs> Sean, uh, I, I, I'm, I had the same level of disgust and distaste. Um, I don't like really anything about Houston. I, the only thing I do enjoy is that Brock Osweiler sucks as bad as he does, knowing we've got all that tape on on you know Jerry slurping him at the beginning of the year. <laughs> Slur- uh, slurping hard, by the way. Oh. Yeah, I hope you. Uh, how use, how you do know, you mess mouthwash. this up? That's what I want to know. How do you mess this up? This situation up? Well, well, hold on. Let's let's just let's just rewind for a second. I I we also have took, to on Houston. Well, I also took Houston, and so did Mark. And the reason why I took Houston is I think they they are a desperate football team. Detroit's won a bunch of games in a row, so they're a they're bunch. due for a loss. Houston Houston is an absolutely desperate team right now. They need to win. Listen, Brock's not good whatsoever. He looks absolutely terrible against great defenses. He looks serviceable against mediocre defenses, and that's, that's what true. Detroit is. Now, when it comes to – so they mentioned this on Sunday or Monday Night Football that the Texans didn't even sit down with Brock Osweiler before they signed him to a four-year, $72 million contract. They were that desperate for a quote-unquote franchise quarterback that they just kind of said, screw it, let's see what happens. So that's just bad management. I mean, you can if, – if the coach didn't sit down with him, that's one thing. But the owner didn't sit down with him. The GM didn't sign, sit down with him. I mean, who was really fighting for Brock Osweiler other than the Broncos? I mean, it just it got to the point where if you had a bigger offer, he was going to take it. Man, he sucks. We we, we shouldn't even dedicate any we more time than we already have. He, he's the he's the he sucks guy of the week for me. <laughs> he sucks, it, Sean. Yeah. He sucks. Yeah, and and that's and that's why. And again, I don't mean to just you know harp on the Patriots, but that's why I'm very curious to see what the Patriots do with Jimmy Garoppolo this offseason because they're going to be put in the same situation next offseason when he's a free agent. Do they want to stick with Brady or do they want to give Jimmy Garoppolo a four year, seventy two million dollar contract because it's going to cost at least that to get him? So that that's a storyline to keep in, keep. Uh, Let's get to the like creme de la creme of the weekend. Yes, the, you know this this could have been a turd nugget supreme, but this Thursday night game is just it takes the cake. But the Jets at Cleveland, Sean, ride on them. Tell me who's going to win. This is I, I am not more confident in one single game this weekend. The Cleveland Browns are getting off the Schneid. I'm <laughs> calling it right now. The Jets can't block anyone. They can't consistently score. They're the perfect matchup for our defense. We might only give up 400 yards, and it's redemption. 
spelled J-O-S-H. Josh McCown <laughs> from getting helicoptered in week one last year, giving up <laughs> half of his body. He's coming back with a vengeance. Browns, one and seven. Book it. All those I, reasons that you just mentioned, you also need to put the cherry on the top. They're celebrating the 86 Browns team. There will be call. on the field the likes of Brian Brennan, Bernie Kosar, you just to name a few. For all these reasons combined. That I'm might gonna, be the only ones that you can name. <laughs> Give me a couple more. Ernest Biner. Bubba Baker. Ozzie Newsom. Clay? Is Clay there? Is Ozzie going to be there, actually? Ozzie won't be there, no. I'm sure he'll be. They're on a bye week. They are on a bye week. Um, true, true. For all these reasons, I'm taking the Jets. You're, you're the weakest-minded person. <laughs> I guarantee you, once Mark listens to this and knows that Josh is playing, he's going to be pissed that he didn't have, have hey, the Browns. Hey, effect. that's on him. He's busy playing Scrabble I agree. with his girlfriend right now, okay? I agree. Um, so, so Mark took the Jets. I'm going with you, Sean. I'm taking Cleveland here. It's just one of those games where they're not going to go 0-16, though they're terrible. Uh, Josh McCown's back, and he can actually lead this offense to actually put points up on the board. You know he's going to give his body and probably die in the field. He's going to uh, die I a like, beautiful death on I the like, I, logo. I like the I like the the uh, the Indians here. I'm going to say this: bet the over because there's going to be absolutely no defense. The Indians? In this game. You say the Indians? You're going to bet the Indians? Yes, I'm going to bet the Indians <laughs> on the next time they play when they play on Friday. I will bet the bet the over on the Jets and the Browns. Um, there's going to be absolutely no defense played here. Both Fitzpatrick and McCounter is going to chuck it. Who's going to catch it? Brandon Marshall and Terrell Pryor, and that's all that matters. Uh, and I wouldn't be surprised if Gary Barnage has a, a big breakout game this week because uh, Josh does love his tight ends. So that'll make Rue Phillips very happy. Uh, next game, uh, this, you know, when the schedule makers put this game together, they probably thought that it would be the uh, potentially the uh, NFC Championship preview, but the football gods have a weird way of working. And Arizona at Carolina, both teams are pretty god-awful right now. Carolina coming off the bye. Arizona coming off a thrilling 6-6 tie on Sunday Night Football. Um, I like Carolina just because I'm hoping that, you know, um, the Panthers maybe possibly put together a solid game plan here and Cam Newton can actually have a, a, a big, not only great game as an NFL quarterback, but also as a fantasy quarterback because I have him in way too many leagues. He's really been letting me down. Um, so I'm taking Carolina here. Sean, who do you got? Uh, this game was a 50-50 like a couple of these others that we've already aforementioned um, and a couple that we've got coming coming up here. Um, my my rationale was who's played better this year, and Arizona's played better this year than Carolina, and that, that was really the only, the only kind of deciding factor that I came down to, so I'm taking the Cardinals. Okay. Oh, man, this guy on the Jags sideline has got lit up. <laughs> <laughs> this game is awesome. This game is offering more comedic uh, entertainment than football entertainment. Um, Jerry, who do you have? I'm taking Carolina. I think Cam's had a week off and time to get his his mind right, and he's got to get ready for to give simply he's been crushing that Goikos Oikos yogurt. Yeah, the Oinkos yogurt, or however you pronounce it. But he's he's yeah, got to maintain his brand. He's got to get ready for simply ravishing to make a playoff push for this year. <laughs> Down that protein game. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Mark has Arizona as well, so he's going with you, Sean. Uh, so Jerry and I versus Mark and Sean, we'll see who comes out the victor in that one. Next game, 
San Diego at Denver. We all picked Denver, but I got to say, I have a sneaky feeling that San Diego is going to make a game of this because Denver this just hasn't looked right. The, yeah, uh, you, you're spot on. I Philip Rivers just has a way against Denver, too. Um, I hated picking this game because Denver cannot score. Yeah, and they just lost C.J. Anderson uh, to a season-ending knee injury. And, I mean, Devontae Booker looked great last week, but can he carry the full load as an NFL running back? And all the experts are saying that he's going to be a top-five RB1. Um, so I think that's a little uh, – I like him this week as, a, as an RB1. I think he looked great last week. I think he's ready. But it's, it's kind of hard to, to say that he's going to go up against San Diego and carry the offense because, really, I mean, Simeon just can't get the ball to his receivers. And when he does get it to his receivers, they drop it. anybody there crickets jerry no crickets. thoughts i mean you haven't made no. a pick <laughs> no you already said terrible. you already said we're all picking denver i got nothing to say in this game i think san diego can get after the passer but that's about all they can do joey bosa is a monster i agree if, I, but if I just any think- of you idiots listening had listened to our draft pod you would have picked up on that long <laughs> ago and if you were the san diego's front office you'd have signed him at the beginning of the season so you could add him for game one it's but true. instead, you don't listen to the pod because you're morons. Jeez. Listen to the pod. Jeez. You'll get a free T-shirt maybe. Gosh. Um, next game, Green Bay at Atlanta. I think this is actually probably my the game I'm looking forward to most this week. Um, not only from a fantasy purpose, uh, standpoint, but also I want to see you know Atlanta lost last week. They had a great game, but they ended up uh, blowing it in the end. Uh, actually, I'm thinking two weeks ago against Denver. Um, Green Bay... New look offense with Ty Montgomery as a receiving uh, running back out of the backfield. Personally, I like Green Bay. I think that they're turning that offense around and they are turning back into the the cream of the crop for the NFC. Jerry, who do you got? I think uh, I kind of agree with you. I'm taking Green Bay. I think this is a shootout, though. This will be definitely in the 30s, both teams, and you might see a Julio Jones 200-yard game again. You know, this has got shootout written all over it, and I don't like that you have Julio Jones and Aaron Rodgers in this game. That would be great because I'm, I'm still starting Don Jackson at running back, so I really appreciate it. He sounds like a Sean, who like? like porn music artist. Well, I keep yeah, on having I keep on having wow, to, wow, I keep on having Don, to Google if it's Jackson. Don Johnson or Don Jackson. I keep on forgetting. No, not Miami um, Vice, then, bro. Right, not Miami Vice. He's a, a mediocre running back that the – uh, Packers let play two snaps last week and they hurt his wrist, so that was fun. Um, Sean, who do you got? Uh, I like Green Bay. Um, only I, and I just came down to Rodgers versus Ryan, although Ryan's played better this year. Uh, so I was another 50 50. Um, I'll just take the Packers for no really other definable reason. <laughs> <laughs> and so, so Mark took the Packers as well. This is a sweep for the Packers and the Never Ending Glory podcast. Next one coming up, Sunday Night Football. This will be a very interesting game, NFC East battle. Two rookie quarterbacks in the spotlight. Uh, Tony Romo is healthy, it sounds like, but he probably will not play this week. Probably won't play next week either, which would only make sense uh, because Dak Prescott's been so good. So we have the Eagles at Dallas on national TV. We'll see what happens here. Uh, Obviously, you know, Two, the, the Eagles' defense has been great. Their offense has been up and down with Carson Wentz. Um, Sean, who do you got in this one? 
I like Dallas uh, just off the bye. I think they're going to be able to establish the run. Um, but it should be another close game. Jerry? I'm going to buck the trend of Dallas playing poorly at home, especially on national TV, and uh, run with Dallas here. Well, because Romo's not playing. Yeah, I think there's more to do with that than it does uh, <laughs> anything else. Yeah. Um, I'm also going to go with Dallas here. Right now, I mean, this will give a, a pretty big lead, a two-game lead in the NFC East if they get the W here. Um, obviously, Zeke Elliott's just been awesome to watch this season. One of the best, if not the best running back. Uh, well, actually, I'd say he's probably the second best running back behind David Johnson this year so far. Uh, so I like Dallas. Mark's got Philly, so he's hoping uh, for the upset here. And uh, right, three on one here. So I guess we're all, well, most of us will be cheering for Dallas here on Sunday. Monday Night Football, another NFC North battle. Minnesota at Chicago. Jay Cutler's back, baby. Are you ready to watch Smoke and Jay? Sean? No. <laughs> total total stinker. Minnesota route. Actually, yeah, this, it, this is one yeah. that I probably, the only reason I'll watch is, is maybe um, follow along with regards to, fantasy guys but I, I won't watch this game it's not worth it i've got better things to do i got yeah. toenails to clip you know <laughs> i got laundry to do i mean you know me being a fantasy football guru here i have to watch and scout my players at least that's what i'm going to tell my wife so i can just sit down in the man cave and fart and watch football the whole time by myself <laughs> but i will i will dog. say this I'm, <laughs> I'm very interested to see if um if jay cutler because listen he is Physically, wherever you're going with Jay Cutler, stop. It's well, not he's a, worth. He's physically he a better quarterback than Brian Hoyer or Matt Barkley, and I want to see the skill players like the Alshon Jeffrey, who has really struggled so far this year, Zach Miller, who's been up and down, the run game for Chicago, which has been up and down as well between Jordan Howard and Jeremy Langford, uh, Cam Meredith, the guy who came out of nowhere and had like 30 catches in two games, and then last week did absolutely nothing. I want to see if these guys are actually fantasy football relevant players because with Brian Hoyer, they were up and down, and I think that Jay Cutler is a better quarterback than Brian Hoyer. So if he can get the ball to these skill players, it'll at least let me feel better about starting Cam Meredith in our league every week. Is that uh, you're going to feel bad because <laughs> Mike Zimmer's pissed. He threw players under the bus. I fully expect Minnesota to play feisty as all get up. That's and true. just trounce the Bears. Yeah, I mean, you're right. Minnesota's getting to the point where I think we mentioned this with uh, DeAndre Hopkins that y- you just don't start your your positional players against Minnesota's defense unless there it's Tulio Jones because they are just shutting teams down this year and shutting your roads, players. their pass rush, they just Zim- Zimmer's defensive scheme, yeah. all of that. Yeah. So. Jerry, you got Minnesota in this game. I mean, other than what yeah. we, anything we talked about. I mean, I'm kind of in Sean's boat. I'm taking Minnesota, but I really have zero interest in watching this. I do have Stephon Diggs, so I'll keep track of that. But, you know, I'm kind of in the same boat that every other Chicago fan is. Does anybody really care about the Bears on Monday night right now? Or are they 100% all Cubs all the time? They have zero oh, yeah. interest well, in the Bears. Why did the NFL the put the Bears on? Everybody knew they sucked at the beginning of the year. Who's thinking this stuff up? Because they want to see the, the NFC North battle, Sean. Please. It's, <laughs> it's, it's really, really bad. I, yeah. I could have looked so, at the schedule. We talked on four or five games that were 50-50 games 
that that should be your like two from there should be your Sunday night Monday night. Would you and rather watch? Would you rather watch? Um, oh, who do we say fifty? Seattle, Nor New Orleans, or Minnesota, Chicago Monday night football? Seattle, Seattle New Orleans. Orleans, of course. Denver, San Diego, um, Green Bay, Atlanta. Um, what was the other one that we? We were uh, lamenting on hell. I could have even you could have made a case for KC Indy at least. Now, uh, you know you could have argued that point about whether or not Indy would be good, but that would have at least been defensible. The Bears for what the second prime time or third prime time? This is their this is their second Monday night game, and I think they're they had one Sunday night game as well. It's preposterous. They suck. (laughs) They blow. You're high, schedule maker. You're high. (laughs) By the way, we didn't get a chance to knock Roger Goodell. It's so funny that he met with Ezekiel Elliott this week, or his investigators (laughs) did, on a bogus, trumped-up claim that never had any merit, yet it it casts away the dispersion from all of their mistakes with Josh Brown, where they should have given the six-game suspension. They took it away, and they gave some BS excuse and then went on London television about – you know how tough they are in domestic violence. It is so fascinating to watch them continue to th- try to think. They are literally incapable of thinking rationally or, or logically. It, it's just it, it, they never cease to amaze me. You almost expect this from the NFL, this level of consistent incompetence, and they reach new levels each and every time. It's bad. It's, it, I mean, it's getting bad. And, 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 you know, even Josh Brown came out, didn't even apologize to his wife, apologized to the fans and to the team and to the NFL, but didn't even apologize to his wife. So it's like, you know, the, the level of stupidity that we're dealing with here, I think, kind of is the reason why we're seeing such, you know, shoddy um, investigations going on. And, and they're charging 20 or they're finding guys 25 grand for for shoes and right. And, Right. You know, touchdown dances that don't matter in the grand scheme of things. Shoot, shooting a bow and arrow, which Brandon Cooks has been doing for the past three years, is now a $25,000 fine when Josh Norman does it, which is just absolutely asinine. Um, uh, LeGarrette Blunt celebrated a touchdown last week by taking out a fake flip phone and putting it to his ear. So I wouldn't be shocked if he got fined for that, the way the NFL is going. Oh, and probably then, no question. And then the trump card is... Tom Brady gets suspended for four games over oh, deflated footballs. God. You know, you know what I mean. And Shut I, I, I'm it, it, just saying. Uh, listen, I'm on. It's I'm asinine. on that. But just it's asinine. It's all asinine. Is all I'm saying. It's all. I, listen, I understand all that piece, asinine but, all the time. I'm. I'm not. I'm, I understand that the two the two charges are, are much different. But just just the the. I just don't understand what the hell the NFL is doing, and the the, the inconsistency here is just is is mind mind boggling. Um, so, did a, did a dog just make an interest on the podcast? Uh, that, that's Boone. He he just yeah. got uh, a little excited when the wife came he, home from he knitting. It, yeah, he thinks it's asinine as well. <laughs> he does. Boone, he does. Boone's Anytime no, we talk about Goodell, Boone's no fan of Roger Goodell. That's for sure. No, no, no. He hates Roger Goodell. Uh, Shout out the Vine for uh, <laughs> for being yeah, off Twitter peace. now. Bummer. And I'll Get tell you what, that, that's another thing the NFL is screwing with, too, because the NFL doesn't allow teams to have Vine replays. That's why the Cleveland Browns had to have a little claymation uh, uh, 
demonstration to yeah yeah, Yeah. to do the replay you know and that's why the nba is starting to get more and more popular because they embrace sharing on social media and and building their brand just by their fans doing creative things with with highlights and clips and you know nowadays the the highlight show is dying because we have things called like vine and the nfl just is is being archaic and saying to themselves now we're not gonna we're not gonna fall into the new wave of technology instead we're gonna try to uh, do really creative hashtags for each team where the hashtags don't make any sense and we'll put the uh the logo on a can of beer but or the the team logo on a can of beer but then if, if somebody gets busted you know with a dui that we're suspending them for the season so hey, i got a little bit of a pedestal there. them this week about it you know they'll they'll take the beer money they'll do all of this but you know, God forbid anybody celebrating the end zone. They'll, they'll allow that stuff to happen in the stands and Lord knows where else. But uh, they don't allow it with, you know, with their hired hands on the field. Yeah, it's sad. It's sad. So, it's sad. hey, let's 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 be positive and let's uh, you know, let's let's end this on a high note. Blake Bortles Jags. just threw a terrible, terrible incomplete pass. Oh my God, this is pathetic. At least, at least uh, Julius Thomas got me a catch so far in my league. I got, him, I have him starting no way too cares leave, about you and your fans, which is just leagues. sad. Which is just sad. Uh, actually, the 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 people in Serbia care about it. Okay, Sean. So so relax there. The, the people in Serbia are just looking at crumbling buildings all the time. So <laughs> anything that they're getting or taking in, they're ec- ecstatic about. You guys got anything else to talk about here or what? No, I'm done. No, I'm done trashing Serbia and everybody else. All right, check us out on Twitter at Glory Podcast, on Facebook, Never Ending Glory Podcast. You can find us on SoundCloud and iTunes as well. Be sure to subscribe, download, like us, hit us up. Let me know what we're doing right, what we're doing wrong. We'd love to hear from you guys. Uh, I got nothing else here. I think we, we did enough talking about the NFL and Roger Goodell for one night. So, gentlemen, we'll talk next week for the Week 9 Pick'em League. All right, see you then. Peace.